This is a Clark University podcast. In a lot of ways, you can't prevent genocide because once we've got to the point where people are actively killing or starving or removing people's livelihoods from them, it's very hard to step in and just stop that from happening. That's Christopher Davey, a professor of genocide studies and genocide prevention at Clark University's Strassler Center for Holocaust and Genocide Studies. Davey joined Clark in fall 2021 and has experience researching identities in genocide. He notes that people are often pigeonholed as either victims or perpetrators. When we're thinking about genocide uh, and using that as a label and as a lens, it's important to understand how uh, many different African nations, societies, and cultures see that already. They may not use that word, but they will describe the same processes of destruction. And so part of my job is to try and really facilitate students encountering these processes of destruction, whether it be through war or through forced famine or through um, you know, aggressive types of you know, Western-led development, right? Bring the destruction erosion of, of cultures and of peoples. In his courses, Davy capitalizes on the power of podcasting, asking students to learn with an audio recorder in hand. Welcome back to this week's episode of Keeping the Peace. Welcome. My name is Aiden Achilles. This is our podcast project for the Preventing Mass Atrocities and Genocide class. What, to the best of your knowledge, is a mass atrocity? A mass atrocity is when one group... I'm Melissa Hansen, a producer in Clark's communications office, and this is Challenge Change. Uh, over the last few years of teaching, I've had students do you know, podcasts on a variety of different topics, particularly for history courses where they might, you know, set up funny debates between, you know, Julius Caesar and, and Cleopatra and, and other sort of historical figures, right, that they try to bring to life. In this particular class, the Mass Atrocity Prevention course, these podcasts were aimed at particularly trying to pull out some of the real sort of gritty challenges and, uh, and issues that we've been discussing throughout the course. One of the podcasts uh, actually interviewed some of the folks from the Sentinel Project, particularly around their use of unmanned aerial vehicles or UAVs or drones. Today, we will hear from Drew Boyd, the Director of Technology and Operations at the Sentinel Project, a human rights organization paving the way for technology use in the field. As unmanned aerial vehicles, also known as UAVs, become more prominent through technology and development, their abilities to safeguard and monitor human rights situations increase, making them a more significant part of atrocities prevention in the coming years. Drew Boyd shares an example of UAV use in the field. Our pilot project, if you can call it that, was in the Tana Delta in Kenya. And this is an area that we had been working on uh, violence prevention after a series of um, ethnic massacres. And uh, because it was, let's call it a low intensity conflict, um, we could implement it without a lot of the baggage that you might see if you tried to implement the same sort of thing in Iraq or Ukraine, for example. He further explains the unique uses of drones in these specific contexts. The other podcast, very different actually, a student conducted interviews with fellow students here at Clark on what they understood genocide to be. Uh, What is a genocide? 
A genocide is um, when one group targets a culture, religion, or a group of people that all share something in common and try to wipe them out or displace them. What do you think is the importance of genocide education? I think it's important, first of all, that we acknowledge and understand why these groups are being targeted and how it's like obviously not okay and how to prevent it in the future and why um, the ideas and beliefs of the people who are targeting these citizens are warped and not correct and that we should, as best as we can, try to help as many people going through these, who are being targeted in these genocides. And then the other podcast uh, got a little bit more sort of academic in the traditional sense. The students set up a debate around the role of non-state actors, right? So in any given conflict situation or in a genocide, right, who is more important for us to focus on? Uh, is it about the role of governments in preventing or in executing mass violence or is it about non-state actors rebel groups or NGOs in you know either doing the same or in uh, preventing or in, in executing you know mass violence the primary question that will be surrounding our debate today will be in terms of preventing mass violence is it more effective for academics to study non-state actors or state actors I'm going to be arguing for the side that academics should study non-state actors in the best way for them to prevent mass violence because it's more effective. My argument begins with the idea that states are bad. More specifically, and I guess academically, states put their security and economic interests before moral concerns. So basically, in our current system, the uh, the role of NSAs are limited, and so uh, so with IOs, uh, and that's by that's by design uh, by the Westphalian state system. So I would uh, argue that in this current system, we need to find innovative ways to make states want to act in league with these IOs and NSAs to prevent mass atrocity uh, in league with uh, providing more uh, insight into those uh, aforementioned IOs. So I think overall, this podcast format really provides students a great chance to engage verbally in discussion with each other. And for me as an educator, my pedagogy is, is all about ensuring that you know, there's a variety of ways for people to demonstrate the skills and the knowledge that they're learning in the classroom. I think being able to express ideas, debates, and to resolve some of these issues in you know, verbal discourse with each other is a really valuable thing. And then students have a little piece of work they can take away with them to whatever comes next. It shows a diversity of, of outputs and of skills, I think. This fall, Davey will keep podcasting in the classroom. So I'm working with a colleague in IDCE, um, uh, Cindy Karen, and Cindy and I are team teaching a course on the intersection of climate and conflict. And so um, by the end of the coming fall semester, we hope to have a, a tidy little set of um, you know, wonderful podcasts from student colleagues um, who are taking the class as a first year intensive course, you know, engaging them in this really important topic. To learn more about the Strassler Center at Clark University, visit clarku.edu slash centers slash holocaust. During this episode, you heard podcast clips from Tom Atwood, Ezra Schrader, Aiden Achilles, Mackenzie Sullivan, Penelope Kogan, and Nico Resnick. Challenge Change is produced by Melissa Hansen and Andrew Hart for Clark University. Find other episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. One, two, three. Clark! <laughs>